Reminiscing. Canary P.I.N. Reminisce to remember. Dak Nomaniac. A J. Henry production. Tripping around in the dark while taking out the garbage. Feeling around your rattle trap for a drop bolt? Never deal with clunky and expensive flashlights again with a Speedlunker brand headlamp. Strap on the universal ratcheting head strap. Place the included authentic paraffin wax candle into the concave mirror caddy, and boy, you'll be the talk of the town. Please mind any children, the elderly, or folks prone to hysteria for the next story. After being dormant, the city's worst serial killer appears to be back. There are three new victims that we know about. Since he seems to be crossing state lines, the FBI are currently involved. He holds his victims in secret while he ritualistically cannibalizes them. That's right, cannibalizes his victims. There's a suggested curfew of 7 p.m. in effect. If you don't need to be on the street, stay in. Lock your doors and windows. Check on your friends, families, and neighbors. Is it the same poison? Is it a copycat? Are they doing these foul deeds alone? When will we have a spill? The Dacnomaniac is back. Repeat, the Dacnomaniac is back. This has been WXORV, The Klondike. Dacno what? I reached for a thick, abused tome off my shelf. Dacnomania. A compulsive urge to bite people accompanied with an excessive or unbridled enthusiasm for killing. Wonderful. What will the news come up with next? I stood up to stretch as I lit another old cigarette. There was a knock at the door. Mail this early. A Slenderman dressed in a brown tidy uniform with a brimmed hat that read letter carrier. He handed me two bundles of mail, nodded and went on to his next deliveries. Old bills and junk mail, just what I needed. And I'll sort this later. A cup of joe was singing my song. Feels weird to be back in Leo's diner after all this time. Good day, uh, can you fill my thermos with coffee and get me a couple of those uh, buttered rolls there? Uh, thank you, miss. She held a quizzical gaze on me for a couple of extra beats and disappeared behind the counter. Is it him? Oh yeah, sure. It's Canary. Is that, well, I thought, well, I heard he was dead. Well, I heard he was in the nut house. Well, now, hey, well, hey, come on. Don't stare. The waitress brought my thermos and a paper bag full of food. Hey, hey. I didn't order all this stuff. She looked around and scribbled on her notepad. Owner says it's on the house. And she winks. Now, now wait a minute, I ain't no charity case. Then I looked around and saw people gawking and averting their eyes once they connected with mine. I didn't want to make a scene, and neither did she. This is for you then. Don't tell the boss. I dropped $3 on the counter and slid it over to her. She smiled wide and I briskly walked out of there. I arrived at the police station. 
It was calmer than I expected. Almost like the eye of a storm. We need all of the train records, statewide. And we need it yesterday. We need coffee, cigarettes, the works. You got any leads? Not much. I put down the bag of food. Help yourselves, but leave that corned beef on top for me. We're trying to establish if there's any pattern to his killings. I go to a board with pinned documents and photos and look it over. Yeah, you weren't kidding. You don't have much. Yeah, but now the big brain's here to bail us out. Oh, we're saved. Hmm. His victims are usually close to a rail line. Maybe he's a conductor. For all we know, maybe he's Ronald McDonald. If you don't got any better ideas, then you can get the hell out of here. Now, now, you two. Were you able to talk to the FBI? I tried. If they know anything, they're not telling us. Figures. Listen, I got my own crew down here. If we learn anything, you'll be the first to know. You boys don't kill each other while I'm gone. Thanks, Joe. The chief tacked various maps and blueprints to the board. Give me a list of the victims. Here, here, and there. Let me help. This is gonna take a while. We stood there, staring blankly at the maps. This isn't telling us anything. No. This is what we know. Once he's decided on a victim, he takes up shop for up to a week. Some shorter where he seemed spooked and got out of Dodge. But those were outliers. Never any survivors left in his wake. His victims are random, downtrodden, ordinary people. Once you two were playing Johnny Thunder and Crazy Quilt, how did you almost catch him? You never told anyone. Of all the things, you'll never believe me, Chief. Try me. He, he called me on the phone. Said he was tired of our cat and mouse games. Told me where he was and what he was doing. I could hear their muffled screams through the phone. It was just more subterfuge. And you went by yourself. You're one dumbbell. You know, I could live with myself as long as he stayed away. But. As soon as you two told me he was back, I couldn't do it anymore. You know what, people are in more danger now than ever, right? Now think hard, Canary. Has he contacted you? Uh, I wouldn't be here if he did. What are these? Composite sketches. From who? All of his victims are dead. The order for those came from the higher-ups. There are some unsubstantiated claims of sightings. There are some from phony baloney techniques where they mash up physical characteristics of past criminals and basically guess what they look like. There's even a few done by quote-unquote acclaimed psychics. It's all hogwash. It's no use. Even when someone gets a clear look, they're not often accurate. I flipped through the pages and my heart skipped a beat. I tried not to show my reaction. Never show your hand until you're sure. Listen, can I show these to someone? Why? There's no lead there. None of it'll hold up as evidence. It's it's probably nothing. I grabbed the stack of sketches and started for the door. Damn it! Where you going? At least tell me if you need any men. Nah, don't worry. You'll be hearing from me soon. Don't you go and do anything stupid. This man, does he work here? Not here. Never seen him before. Brown uniform, you say? We wear blue. You can check with Parcel Co. Now, if you don't got any business here, beat it. I went to all the delivery companies in a 10-mile radius of my office. It was the same story everywhere. Could it have been him? Just who drew this? The Great Yandrasi. Two-for-one tower readings on Mondays and Thursdays. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I'm losing it. 
I went back to the office. As I turned the key, I reached for my gun just in case. It's clear. I sat at my desk and stared at two bundles of post. I started to go through them one by one. Well, it was real mail, all right. I saw a yellow corner and I pulled it out from the pile. The new annual phone book. Why you, Claire? I randomly found a phone book and placed my finger on an out of yours. I squared it up in front of me and stared at it for what seemed like a mini eternity. I opened it up quickly to the middle of the book and there it was. A cutout like some kind of prison contraband hideaway. In the middle was a key and a crinkled up address. He wants me to come after him again. He knows I'm out. Is it a trap? Certainly. Am I stupid for going alone? Definitely. This ends today. As I drove up the inclining interstate, I could taste the briny air. The waves crashed against the rocks in hushed rumbling tones and sizzles. The wraith-like lights of sailboats bobbed in the distance like dying stars in the ocean. I pulled up to a mansion, built on the side of a cliff, worn by salt and past fortune spent. This is the place. I walked up slowly, being vigilant in my surroundings. A rotten window shutter falls down to the grayed boards of the porch. I cupped my hands over the side of my eyes to try to look into the window, all covered and blacked out. I tried the key, but it didn't fit the front door. Same with the back. What the hell good is a key that doesn't fit anything? I spot a light on the second floor. The copper gutter was sound enough to scale the side of the house, and I peered in. Completely empty. Windows open. As soon as I planted my feet inside, the light went off. He wouldn't kill me this quickly, would he? As I stepped forward in the dock, the wooden boards gave way as I crashed down to the first floor. It was set up like a hell's dungeon of spikes and bobbed wire, with a crudely built corridor in the middle of the room. It had a gate with a giant lock on a chain. I've been waiting for you, Canary. I could see him through the dimly lit tunnel. He stood on the other side in front of giant bay windows overlooking the ocean. Lightning flashed, highlighting his felt boyish build. I've decided to throw a celebration for our first proper meeting. And boy, do I have some party favors for you. Suppose right about now you want some clever origin story. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> the truth is, I had an average upbringing. Not rich, but comfortable. I wasn't abused or particularly bullied. I was just like any picket fence Pete that you see waxing his rambler on a warm Sunday evening. I'm just like you. I'm just like your neighbor. Does that scare you, Canary? To reach me, 
you will have to run my gauntlet. Let me tell you this. When you reach the end and stand before me face to face, you'll be reborn, just like I was. You'll see. What's to stop me from shooting you stone dead right now? <laughs> because... He wheels a stroller into view and picks up a baby with a little pink hat. You wouldn't want to miss, now would you? Snatched it from a park this very afternoon. Never had prime veal before. Mom must be worried sick. She'll be sweet when it's her turn. Now, now, now take it easy. Take the key out of your pocket and unlock the gate and slide me your gun. Sure, whatever you say. Don't hurt the kid. And the other one assuredly strapped to your ankle. I did what he said. Take your shoes and jacket off and jump up and down. Oh, that's fine. That's fine, real good. There was cages lining the left and right end of the corridor. Army green tops covering them. They rattled and kicked aside. God damn it! Will you shut up? It's not your turn yet. He pulled the rope and a curtain that pulled taut across the ceiling of the tunnel gave way, dropping broken glass along the length of the floor. Come to me, canary. my feet only covered with thin dress socks, offering no protection. The crunching of the wedding glass shards were felt under toe, leaving sanguine footprints in my wake. Oh, isn't this great? You're already such a work of art. Hats off to myself. <laughs> your misery makes your flesh delectable. Your suffering is like a heavenly dinner bell. Your agony makes me hungry. He reaches his hand to a bucket and whips it across the floor at my feet. Rock salt. I fall to my knees, gashing and salting my added wounds. I almost pass out. That's it, Canary. Feel the pain. Feel the torture. Let it marinate. I was back at my feet, and I could see him pull a lever. It took a few moments to register what had just happened. Oh, shoot. I was a little late on that one. White hot oil ran down my back and clung to my clothes, holding it against my skin. I could smell my own searing flesh. I fell to my knees once again. As I tried to catch my breath, my palms and shins now full of glass and coarse salt. <sighs> Don't you lose consciousness now. You've come so far. My mind was swirling. Get up, you old pug. Too much left undone. Too much left unsaid. Good. Very, very good. Yes, almost here now. Ready for your last surprise? He pulled away the tarps from the cage-lined walls. Looking into the darkness, there was two creatures is the only way I could describe it. One on each side. Their hollow eye sockets were burned black. Chunky green pus oozed from the holes where their ears used to be. 
As I got closer, they stood in the stumps where their feet should have been, leaning against the outward-facing side of the cages. Meet the Robinsons, the former tenants. Their misery is at an impeccable stage. Oh, shame. Not very good eating. Too elderly. Their mouths gaped open as they hissed, wiggling their gnarled nubs of what was left of their tongues. They react to our vibrations. Their hands had been crudely removed. I saw my reflection in a shard of mirror glass that was stuck into the end of their forearms. He takes a broom and whacks the side of the cages, setting them into a whirling dervish. Come on, canary! Coochie coochie coo! <laughs> you or the baby! Almost here! <laughs> Don't! You heard her! I backed up into the greasy glass and salt mixture and took a running start. Their limbs blindly slashing. My blood feels paradoxically cold as it pours from my parting flesh all over my body. I fall at my knees before the maniac. You did it! <laughs> I am so proud of you. <sighs> the baby. Put her down. Of course. I am a man of my word. Why don't you take it? The big hero has saved the day, after all. Enjoy your spoils. Speaking of spoil, I think it's about time to put the Robinsons down. They're getting a little bit ripe. I know you all followed me. What are you waiting for? Now, goddammit! I shielded the baby girl with my body as the chief with his men, and Joe with the California crew used rams and pry bars to bust into the house. The world goes silent, but I can sense the burning gunpowder and the flashes from the Tommy guns and pistols. The maniac standing there with his arms out in some kind of savior-like pose, his flesh exploding from each impact of a bullet, the bay window shattering behind him, in a firework-like display. He's down! Hold your fire! <laughs> Tell me, did I eat it? Did I eat human flesh? What? No. I don't... No. Probably not. They never do. They never do. <laughs> Drove you crazy though, didn't it? <clears throat> he stuck his finger into a gunshot wound up to the second knuckle and brought it to his lips. <clears throat> I taste it. His eyes went glassy as he took his last breath. Someone, get me a damn doctor. The police knocked down a path and stood me up on my feet. You'll be as good as new in no time. Just hang in there, canary. Yeah, don't you go dying on us, featherhead. The maniac jumped to life and grabbed me from behind, breaking me loose from their embrace. 
I felt his teeth sink into my shoulder, and we fell backwards out of the shattered windows, overhanging the ocean. Canary! No! We found the crumpled corpse of the maniac at the bottom of the cliff. As for Canary... Canary... Well... We had the biggest goddamn wake you've ever seen. We laughed. We told stories. We drank scotch whiskey. A lot of scotch whiskey. We cried. But, but mostly left. Half the city came out to pay their respects. You would have hated it, you old curmudgeon. <laughs> and now that today we're burying you in the earth, it's not fair. It just isn't right. That baby you saved, her name is Marjorie. She's young enough never to remember any of this. She'll grow up happy and healthy because of you. The world is worse for not having you in it. And judging from this turnout, I'm not alone in this sentiment. I'll always. Voice acted by, in order of appearance, J. Henry as Canary P.I., Julian Gilas as customer number one and two, Aiden Hughes as chief of police, 
Tina Marie Sarah as Josephine Woodward, Eric Smith as Dak Nomaniac. Written, directed, and edited by Jay Henry. Music by Pedro Asparza, Vivek Abishek, Kevin McLeod. Keep tabs on us at twitter.com forward slash rpcanarypi. This concludes the broadcast.